1: good morning and welcome oracle kearney and online campus i'm shauna reese for those of you that don't know who i am director of leadership development and my husband is pastor james we just want to welcome you this morning thank you for joining us wherever you're at also if you're a first-time guest we want to welcome you uh thank you for choosing to 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 join us this morning for worship or, or afternoon, evening, whatever time it is. And if you don't mind, above this video, we have a link that's called our connection card. If you could take a minute, click that, click on that link and fill out as much information as you're comfortable with. We'd like to send you a little bit more information about the church. And just thank you for joining us today. Well, for those of you that don't know, my mom, who lives with us, actually tested positive for COVID on Monday. Which, uh, so that means that we were exposed. And so we are now in a 14-day quarantine. Um, I just uh, ask that you continue to pray for her because she is high risk and um, she's got some long issues. So we're monitoring her daily. Um, and just pray for Pastor James because he's going to be locked up with me for 14 days. He's going to need a lot of prayer and so thank you for that Um, let me just say that even though we are living in crazy times um, we as believers as followers of christ can choose faith over fear um, the Bible tells us that God's perfect love cast out all fear so I want you to know that we are not afraid of this virus uh, n- n- not even for one second are we afraid because we know God is bigger but as shepherds as overseers we just want to make sure the elders and the pastors of this church want to make sure that we watch out for your safety that being said we were out serving in our communities this week, and uh, we were serving in Salmon Well and we had, you know, uh, uh, quite a few people serving with us, and we didn't know that we had been exposed, and then we found out and immediately contacted everybody and let them know. And also, uh, over half of the people that we served with are very active and very involved on our Sunday morning in-person service in Oracle. So the elders and the leadership decided to cancel that in-person service this week and, um, and they made that decision for your safety. And we will be resuming next week uh, back to regular times. We'll do uh, 8.45 and 10.30 uh, in person at our Oracle campus. And Mike West, uh, him and his wife Ruth, are going to be overseeing that service. And they're going to bring an amazing message. I know I know that you're going to be encouraged. Uh, with that being said... Um, This week, we are going to repeat the message from last week on the importance of serving. Pastor James is a little under the weather and just didn't feel up to recording. So um, enjoy that message. You know, if you've already seen it, um, rewatch it. You know, God will speak something new to you. That's what he does to me. I know when I'm reading his word or when I'm listening to a message, if I hear it again, I say, God, just let me pull something else out. Let me hear something else out in that message that you would want to speak to me today so we just encourage you to do that Uh, and i want to leave you with a thought um, or just something to think about today what are you thankful for what are you thankful for Uh, we are moving into uh, thanksgiving next week and um so easy to just get caught up and busy in life and so I just want us to stop right now for a minute and just think about what are you thankful for Um, if you feel comfortable you can put that in the comment box in the below uh, or just write it down or even just think about it and I want you to know that myself and my husband are very thankful for you. Um, those of you that have already called, sent text, asking if you could bring us food, uh, whatever we needed, uh, you are truly being the hands and the feet of Jesus. And I thank you so much for that. It made us feel so loved. And uh, I just want you to know that we appreciate that so much. And we are so thankful for you and thankful for your serving, um, your prayers, for everything that you do to make Living Word Chapel and the community better. Um, but also, we are so thankful for your generosity. Thank you for supporting Living Word Chapel through this 2020 year. Um, I, I know that uh, it. if you look at it in the natural, it has been a crazy year. But I know that I believe, and the staff and the directors at LWC believe that good things are coming that God has great things coming and we are excited about that we are not going to get down in the dumps we're going to trust that God is going to do something great he's doing something great and we can be encouraged with that so we make it easy for you to give there's four ways you can give online you can text and give uh, you can mail it in or if you are at our campuses we have drop boxes so we just make that available try to make it as easy as possible so we just want you to know God loves you he has an amazing plan for your life have a wonderful week
2: Saturday was silent Surely it was through Since when has impossible ever stopped you? It's disappointment Sunday's empty too Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of dry bones rattling This is the praise, make a dead man walk again in the grave, I'm coming out I'm gonna live, gonna live again This is the sound of dry bones rattling Hostile fire, stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. Resurrection power runs in my veins too. Please make a dead man walk again. The stone now was rolled in the tomb. The world, but it couldn't fill me. A man's empty praise and treasures of fate are never enough. Then you came along and pulled me back together. Is now satisfied Hearing your love Oh, there's nothing Better than you There's nothing Better than you There's nothing Nothing is better than you I'm not afraid To show you my weakness My failures and flaws Lord, you've seen them all And you still call me friend Cause the God of the mountain Is the God of the valleys Your mercy and grace won't find me again. Oh, there's nothing better.
3: Let the wind blow, let the tide roll, to the earth know, you're a God of love. Let my dry bones sing a new song, all the glory to the God of love.
0: WC, we're, we're talking. <laughs> this is proof that Jack Jones is working here in San Manuel diligently. Yes. They, got me, they already got me with the uh, with the trash bag in the face. <laughs> now we got you with a paintbrush. Pain and Jody, and all kinds of work getting done, thank the Lord.
3: All the glory to the God of love
0: You know, Paul, as he's writing to the church in Rome, he he reminded them that that their fame was spread abroad. Their their, their fame of doing things for God was heard about all over the world. In fact, this is what Paul said. He said, people everywhere keep telling me about your lives of faith. And every time I hear them, I thank him. I thank God for, for hearing about you From all the other people, not you tooting your own horn, but people around you, people that you've impacted, are talking about your faith. That's exactly what the church is called to do. We're supposed to live out our faith. We're supposed to exercise our faith. We're supposed to put our faith into action. I love the way that D.L. Moody, uh, the great theologian, he, he said this, of 100 men... One will read the Bible, and the 99 will read the Christian. Of 100 men, of people, you know, you put 100 men. One of them will read the Word of God. 99 of them, they won't read the Word of God, but they'll read everything that Christians do. They will look and see what you're doing to change people's lives. And so as we, as we look at that, we desire to be the people of God, not just by learning the things of God, but by actually putting them into practice. And that's exactly what Romans is all about. Romans is a wonderful, clear, theological way to understand who we are in Christ, how God has changed us. But it's also a wonderful, clear, and practical way of us living it out, us exercising our faith, us moving into action. So if you are wanting to have action in your life, God has something for you today. He wants to change your life. He wants to make your life better. But not only does he want to make your life better, he wants to make the lives of the people around you better because of your faith, because of you moving into this next place that God wants you to move. So we're going to go to chapter 12 in the letter that Paul wrote to, wrote to the church in Rome and in chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 it's a wonderful wonderful display of how he starts to lead us into being people of action and Paul writes there and so dear brothers and sisters i plead with you to give your bodies to god because of all he has done for you let them be a living and holy sacrifice the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And it's amazing. It's amazing what the gospel does. It's amazing what the gospel does for us, It's amazing what the gospel does in us, and it's amazing what the gospel does through us. That's exactly what the book of Romans is all about. So I want to talk to you from, from, from these three positions. What does the gospel do in us? What does the gospel do for us? And what does the gospel do through us? So here's number one. It's amazing what the gospel does for us. The gospel grants us forgiveness. We were once walking astray. We were once walking independently of God. We were once walking and living in sin and disobedience to God. But through Jesus Christ and through the gospel of Jesus, the good news that Jesus came and fulfilled everything that we couldn't, that he died on the cross for everything that we've done wrong, every mishap, every sin, we get this Forgiveness from the Father. The gospel sets us free from the law. The law tells us how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to behave, but we're bound to it because we cannot keep the law. But the gospel, the good news, it sets us free from the law. The good news is that God has done great things for you. Jesus has predestined you. Jesus, not only did he predestine you, but he foreknew you. Before you ever did anything worthy of anything, God knew you. He saved you. He called you, and he sanctified you. He set you apart, and you're in a different position. You were once in the domain of darkness, but you have been transferred over to the kingdom of God's beloved son. It it helps us, especially in these days where these elections have people all torn apart, and and people are struggling with what's going to happen to the United States of America. What's going to happen to this? What's going to happen to that? What's going to happen to our world? If you're in Christ, you're in good hands. You're in the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter what is going on around us. God is in control, and we can have peace that surpasses all understanding. Why? Because the gospel works for us. And it's a wonderful thing for us to understand. It's it's through the gospel that it's Jesus plus nothing. And Jesus plus nothing means everything. It changes us because it's not it's not Jesus plus religion. It's not Jesus plus my philosophy. It's not Jesus plus my works. It's Jesus paid the total price on the cross so that we can walk in this newness of life. Now, that's exactly why Paul started out and he talked about the gospel and how incredible the gospel is. And he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the righteous one will live by faith. It's because of what Jesus has done for us that we have a foundation to do for others. When it comes to serving others, we follow the example of Jesus. And Paul, as he starts out in chapter 12, he says, I plead with you, give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for us. Because of what God has done for you, you give your body, you give your mind, you give your will, you give your life, you give your actions to God. The the literal translation says, in view of God's mercy, in other words, Through the lens of God's mercy, God was so merciful to us when we were living astray, when we were living independently of him, God still loved us. And because of that, because we look through that lens, we present our bodies, every part of our bodies, everything that we do with our bodies as a living sacrifice. Think about that. Think about those words. They're contradictory to themselves because a sacrifice always comes with something dying. And God calls us to be a living sacrifice. In other words, we die to ourselves because we are alive to Christ. And because we are alive to Christ, we're able to do the things that we never did without him. Without him, we were selfish. But because of him, we're selfless. Without him, we were were just thought about ourselves and we were prideful and we thought about what's good for us. But because of him and what he's done for us, now we do things for others. Now we humble ourselves just the way that Jesus humbled himself. Him being God and yet becoming like humans. Him being God and yet him serving like the lowest of servants. It teaches us that what he's done for us leads us to do the things that bring glory to God. It helps us to be better fathers. It helps us to be better mothers. It helps us with our marriages. It it, it helps us in our work, in our communities. It's easier to act like Christ when you realize what he did for you. And serving, beloved, is good news when it's done with the attitude of Jesus. But serving is a burden when it's done outside of Christ. You've seen that song, What Have You Done For Me Lately? Whenever we're in the flesh, we're thinking about ourselves. But whenever you're in Christ, you think, Lord, you have done so much for me that I want to do something for someone else. I want to make my marriage better. I want to serve my wife. I want to serve my Children. I want to serve my grandchildren. I want to make my community better. Instead of me talking about how bad our community is, I want to be a part of producing something better in our community. I want to be a part in doing something better in our school. I want to be a part in producing something better in our government. I want to pray for those that are leaders in our government. I want to pray for those that that, that have been placed. Over us and trust and believe that God is going to do great things. So it's amazing what God has done for us. But the second incredible thing is it's amazing what God has done in us. Not only did He do something for us, but He's working internally, He's working inside of my heart. In fact, He gave me a new heart. I used to have a heart of stone, the scripture says, and then he put a heart of flesh where I actually feel the love of God. And that feeling of the love of God gives me feelings to love people. So I love God, but I love people. I love my communities. I love the people in this world. And it leads me to do things that I could never do outside of Jesus. Paul went on and he said, let them be a living And holy sacrifice. Now, now what he's talking about is let your bodies be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. I'm gonna say that again. Let let them be a, a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. You see, what God does in us is God makes us worshipers. And worship is central to serving. Worship and serving go hand in hand because when we worship God, we become like Christ. When we worship the Father, we align ourselves with the Son. And when we align ourselves with the Son, we do the things that the Son did. And what the, the things that, that the Son did is that Jesus came and he, he served. And as we worship, our hearts are changed. As we serve, think about this, this is good. As we serve, our hearts are changed. With your actions, when you, when you go beyond yourself and you serve others around you, when you, when you humble yourself, you push pride aside. When, when you love someone enough to serve them, you push hate aside. You want to get rid of hate in your life? Serve the people that the devil wants you to hate. You, you, you want to get pride out of your life? Humble yourself and serve the people that you want to be over. Jesus, being the, the king of glory, washed the feet of his disciples. He took the lowest part of a servant to wash all the filth off of the feet of those that would serve him. You want your life to be changed. You need to allow the Lord to work in you, to change you from the inside out. As you you allow the Lord to make you a worshiper, that, that you worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. The Bible says that true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit working in us, and the truth of Christ working through us, and we, it changes everything that we do. And so we come to the, to the third amazing thing that the gospel does. Not only does the gospel work for us before we ever came to Christ, and not only does the, the, the gospel work in us, that when we come to that place that we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we become a follower of him, and he begins to work internally internally through our hearts and through our actions, but he also works through us. It's amazing the difference that God makes in our families, in our marriage, in our communities, and in our schools when Christians will rise up and do the things that God called us to do. Why are we in our communities? Why are we out there doing the things Not for Living Word Chapel, but for Jesus Christ. It's something that he produces through us. It's something that he desires for us to do so that he can receive the glory. It's the things that Jesus did. Jesus didn't come for himself. Jesus came for people. And his life was lived out to the glory of the Father as, as the Holy Spirit worked through him in bringing healing in the lives of those around him, in bringing uh, 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 change, life change. People that were possessed of evil spirits were set free because of God working through him. The feeding of the multitudes, God was working through him. And God still works through the church, and, and people are set free from, from demonic oppression. It's through the church. It's us taking action because that's a God that we serve. It, it's through feeding programs and feeding people that are hungry. It's by the poor being closed and helped out. That will never happen in the, in the walls and of a church building. That happens in the lives of people in our communities. In the lives and the families of the communities that we serve. And so God wants to work through us. He wants to do what only he can do. Now... The only way that you can do that is if you break the mold of where you were at one time. The mold of the world, where, where people are conformed into what everyone says. Have you noticed that people can join the hate when someone puts something on social media? Have you noticed that, that it's easy for people to join the hate? Have you noticed that, that when people are, are, are cruel and they're mean... And they're spiteful that people can join that cruelty. Have you noticed that in the world that, that, that all of us want to be number one? All of us want to be the boss. All of us, no, we don't want anyone to tell us what to do. We don't want authority. But this is what Paul, as he continues to write, he says, he says present your, your, your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. But he does not stop there. He says this, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. It is then that you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. It is when we allow the the word of truth to be our guide. It's when we allow for for his word to permeate our, our hearts and for it to renew our minds, for us to be Christian thinkers, for us to think like Jesus, for us to walk out his purposes. And then when we begin to think like him, we will begin to act like him. He works through us. It is the gospel. It's the good news That works through us. Hear me. There's a lot of bad news going on. There's a lot of ugliness going on. There's a lot of negativity. Child of God, you're not called to that. You are called for the good news to work through you. In, In chapter 10, it says, Blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. Blessed are, 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 are the, the, the souls, the, 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 the feet, the shoes of those that bring glad tidings, that, that bring something wonderful to a world that is filled with negativity. And the gospel works through us so that we can change our lives, but you'll never do it being conformed to the way the world lives. You'll never do it being conformed to the way that the world thinks. You'll never do it. If you're in that mold, God wants to break you out of that mold. And he wants to renew you. So you see, he he brings transformation. And Jesus, he works a metamorphosis in us. Like a caterpillar. That's what that that transformation is all about. Like a caterpillar that, that is put in a cocoon. And in that cocoon, now think with me, in that cocoon, there's a change, there's a transformation that happens. There's a metamorphosis that happens. And when that that, uh, that completion of change takes place, that caterpillar comes out as a butterfly. And instead of crawling on the ground and crawling in the shrubs, that butterfly flies amongst the flowers and amongst the sky. And that butterfly, God works through it to make the world a better place. And here's what I want you to know God works through us to make the world a better place. And there's a metamorphosis that happens, not in our doing, because we're in Christ. We're in that cocoon, in that beautiful, safe place. Where he's changing us. And, and, and through the word of God, he, he begins to wrap us and bring change in our lives that only God can bring. And as he does, it renews our minds. And when we look in the mirror, we don't look at a, a sinner. We don't look at an unfaithful person. We don't look at, at, a, uh, at a person who's prideful. We have the image of Christ. And our minds begin to change about who we are because we're in Christ and then we go into the world, not as caterpillars, but as butterflies. As ones who change the course of history for the glory of God. And that's why I don't, I don't fret. I, I, don't, I don't get all worked up when, when things don't go my way according to maybe uh, what's going on in my world. Because I know that God's in control. And I know that God called me to transformation. I know that God called me to to a better place. I know I'm not a caterpillar anymore. I'm a child of God who's been called to soar with God, to be able to fly and to be amongst the flowers and to make a life change, not only in myself, not only in my wife, not only in my family, but in my world. And this is what Paul says in in that same chapter in, in chapter 12. He says, don't just pretend To love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Wow. Never hate. Don't pretend to, to love others. There, there's, a, there's a transformation that's taken place in you. You can love others with a genuine love. Uh, never be lazy. When we go out to serve, when, when we serve our families, when we get out of bed, we should get up saying, what can I do today to bring change to my world? What can I do today to bring positive change to my families? How can I speak into their lives the life of God how can I bring the things of God? How, how can I serve enthusiastically? It, it, it's, it's amazing because the root there, the original root word, uh, meaning of that word enthusi- enthusiastically is in God. Dios is the root. That means God. What, in Spanish, you get the word Dios from there. In, in means in, in God, you're able to move out into action. So God has a plan for you just like he's got a plan for me. And that plan is that he wants to work for you with good news. He wants to work in you with good news. And he wants to work through you with the good news of Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. You can't walk in good news until you say yes to Jesus. And saying yes to Jesus is receiving the good news that Jesus paid the price for all your sins that that you have fallen short of the glory of God that that you're able to walk in this in this newness of God and so God does all of these incredible positive things through Jesus and it's as easy as ABC for you to say yes to Jesus the A just stands for you have to admit that you're a sinner you've got to You've got to admit that your way is not the right way. You, the B stands for you believe in Jesus. You put your trust in someone that's better than you. And the C stands for you confess him as your Lord. And you follow him from this day forward. So if you're here today, then we love for you to, to pray to receive Jesus. And it's as easy as this. It it's just, God, forgive me, for I am a sinner. And today... I put my trust in Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead on the third day. And so today I confess him as my Lord. And I choose to follow him from this day forward. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And if you prayed that prayer, you are a child of God. If you prayed that prayer, we are just rejoicing with you. We're putting our hallelujah hands up. And if you want to put your hallelujah hands up, we want to rejoice with you. You could also put, I said yes to Jesus, and all you're doing is you're saying you're agreeing with what, what you heard, and you're agreeing for God to see that today you put your faith in Him. And from, from, from this day forward, you're going to walk as a child of God, allowing the good news to saturate your life. So God bless you. We hope you're serving. We pray that you're you're working out the things that God has for you. And have a wonderful day.